Testing. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's working now. Testing. That's really loud. You're hurting my ears. Testing. You're not, you're not going to keep this. Testing. <laughs> testing. Yeah, it's working, Troy. Uh, I, testing. It's working, okay? Yeah. Can you get testing? <laughs> All right. Can you give me a Peterbilt? Uh, Peterbilt. Can you give, can you, can Peterbilt, you, can, Peterbilt. Can you give me a KW? No. no. How, about, how about a Volvo? No, I want a man's truck. Why isn't a Volvo a man's truck? No, man, a long-nosed Pete, baby. W9. <laughs> a long-nosed Peterbilt W9. Right. Isn't that what it, it is? W9's a Kenworth. I knew that. You you dumb truck. <laughs> I was I'm serious. You. I was testing you. <laughs> No, right, come on. Let me try to get this adjusted. Testing. Okay. Is Give me working? a Peter. Give me a Peterbilt. 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 Okay. All right. So, anyways, what do you want to talk about? You mean we're on the air already? You're gonna come keep, on, man. Keep Stop all that. that. What, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I mean, come on, man. I'm not, well, even, in good, I'm not even in a good based, mood today. Based upon what you, you just said about what I know about trucks, I'm not even sure if this is going to... Yeah. We can pull this yeah, off. Yeah, Johnny Acid said, let's go get our Peterbilt 379 W900. Okay. It's the new one. Nice. Just came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just released it. <laughs> I wish you did no truck. I'd ask you what you really it's like. 20, it's 20, but, it's and, 21 speed. But if we're being honest, you, you're you definitely a Volvo guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously. That you, comfortable. If you if just looking at you, now you got that, that thing on your lip there. It looks like a herpy. I know you said that you cut it shaving. Well, we have a you likely on, story. We have you on video, too, by the way. Oh, that's great. All right. But anyways... You know, I uh, with that herpy or whatever it is, uh, <laughs> herpy simplex nine. I'm thinking you're a Volvo kind of guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely a Volvo guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we shouldn't do that because you know what? Volvo is actually a nice truck. You're right. I, actually, one of my first trucks I ever had was a Volvo. I'm serious. And I'm gonna tell you something. It was the smoothest freaking truck I ever had. I mean it. Comfortable, huh? Oh yeah. Like a cattle. It's like a I Cadillac. I tell you what. There was one time I had a freaking Mac. When I was working for this company in Reading, and talk Rat- about rattle, rattle your teeth, rattle everything, man. That thing was a baiter. <laughs> got to pee every five minutes. It was a baiter, man. I'm telling you, some of them old trucks. You start, you know, some of these guys today, they got a freaking truck. It's like one year old or zero years old, and it's brand spanking new with a a freaking TV. And it's some of these companies, you know, offer Direct TV. I'm really? like, I'm just like, what the hell are you guys doing out there on the road? Seriously. Direct TV. Te- hey, I guess they're not TV, driving. Fridge and freezer, direct TV. Um, what what else do they get these days now? Oh, APU, so they can plug everything in. I'm, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have wanted that stuff. Right. I'm just saying they're pretty freaking pampered. You know what my grandfather had? My grandfather <laughs> no had air conditioning. I'm, no, air conditioning. What the hell is that? It, my, my grandfather, his truck, and he told me this when I was a kid, he said, listen, our first truck. When he was, uh, he had to do over the road work. They would put a big plank, a board across the seats, and 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 that's what they would sleep on. Aren't some of those sleepers you got to like crawl in your stomach to get in? Oh, I well, that might have been a cab over with the dog box and all. So <laughs> dog box. They, yeah, you know that little the big hump between the two seats. That was called the dog box. Yeah, I'm not kidding you, man. But so I'm not saying that that you know I don't like today's driver or anything like that. I'm just saying they got it pretty freaking made compared to like what we had when we were younger. You know why I could never be a driver? Um, well, honestly, the list is long, but poor, you know, poor driving habits. Well, um, yeah, the, okay, let me narrow it down. Good buddy habits. I, I know whatever. there's there's right. a lot of reasons, but All right, go ahead. Probably the the number one reason is because my bladder is the size of a three three month old. 
Yeah. I have to pee like every... There'd be a trucker bomb going out the window every, every 10 miles. Well, and you know, they actually have porta-potties now for trucks. Like, you can you can go in... Walmart even has them for campers. In really? case Yeah, in case you drivers out there didn't notice... They actually have these little seats in the in the camping section in Walmart, and it's for people that are on the on the go. Get it on the go. But anyways, they're literally. Oh come on, that's gonna stink in the cab. I, but look at and this is the truth. First off, I will guarantee you, there's truck drivers out there. I would love it if they'd call in too. But I'll guarantee you, there's truckers out there that have were taking a leak on the side of the road and got a freaking ticket, you know, for it. And you can get that. So. Who wants to take that chance? I mean, everybody knows you go between the tires, but hey, cop pulls up and he wants to be an a-hole. Uh, you can get a ticket. But if you got that Walmart porta potty, guess what? Yeah, no. Hey, you can pull onto an off ramp. Wait, I'm telling you, there's times when you're driving over the road and like, for example, you're in Montana or some freaking state of uh, I-10 in Texas. Now, granted, you could probably get out and piss on a rattlesnake because there's nobody around, but... If you don't want to get out and and whip it out, as to say, you <laughs> get your little porta potty out and, and use that. You know, that's exactly these are the amenities these guys yeah. have. You know, we had we had a my grandfather, I started out driving with him with one of those coal buckets. If you had to take a dump or a leak and out in the middle of the winter, you crawled up into the up into the into the trailer and you took a dump in the coal. I'm not joking. You ask any coal hauler if he's ever took a dump in that's, the freaking uh, in the sand or in the coal. It's really gross. It's not. Why is it gross? Are you a human? Do you it, take a dump? It's do you the, do you do number two Johnny Acid? Well, I don't think you should crap on the load. That's just me. Why? What, what, what do you do? You really think that they're gonna notice a uh, uh, one turd in a in, in forty tons of coal? <laughs> I don't think they are depends acid. On, depends on what you ate the night before. <laughs> yeah, if it's not black, I guess maybe they'll notice that there's one coal nugget that's soft. You know, but what? no, I'm serious. That's what we've we've done. I've done it. You know what the hell? No, oh, that explains a lot. Uh, you know, you've inspired me to go on um, Shark Tank. On Shark Tank, yeah. Well, have you you got an, an invention for truckers? I think so. Yeah, for trucker bombs. Uh, yeah. No, you, well, no, it's a. It's what's your be invention? A, a newly redesigned. Uh, Driver's seat, where you can actually drop a deuce as you're sitting, hey, sitting in traffic. Um, if you you think I'm joking, there's a dude on um, uh, there's actually a couple of them going down the road on YouTube, and and the dude literally takes a leak in a bottle while he's driving. He explains, here's how truckers do this. I mean, personally, I'd have been embarrassed to do. I that. would need a wide mouth bottle. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like an eyedropper. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's that's what uh, that's what this dude did, man. He literally took a leak in a bottle while driving, and he explains what he's doing. You know, he doesn't actually show himself doing it, but you can tell that's what he's doing. So, personally, uh, you know, you want to design a seat? Go ahead. Yeah, design the seat. I didn't come, I, you know what? I, I didn't come on the show to talk about toilets. Well, I mean, honestly, that's what we ended up talking about. I know, but I, I do you want to know what I'm toilets okay. and and different rigs. What you got? Something oh. you want to talk about? Well, yeah. I mean, what do you got? It's more questions than answers. Yeah. What's the question? So we're we're are we off the toilet? Yeah. Let's let's literally get are we off the toilet? <laughs> You're off the toilet. I think uh, we should get did, on to. Have we? Did we wipe and shake it? Ugh. Is it done? Yeah, All right. Uh, Are we done with Peterbilt W900? Yeah, we're, uh, we're done. Huh? By the oh. way, I use baby wipes. Yeah. By the way, you probably should use That's baby wipes. That's how you get clean. Exactly. Hey, what's a Peterbilt W900? 
It's a 21 speed. It just came uh, out. Or is that a Kenworth 379? Yeah, it's a triple bunk condo. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Asset knows about nothing in trucking. Everybody Which, out there is going, what the hell are they talking about? Well, funny you should say that because it really leads into the subject. I have What's the subject? You, you said it was a question. Is it a subject or is it a question? It's a bunch of questions. What's, well, give me one question. Start with one. Okay, well, the the subject is about, like, emergencies, things that happen well, that, to truckers only. Okay, like what? Okay, what you, only happens to a trucker that don't happen to somebody else? Uh, well, like losing your brakes going down a big hill. And no no cars ever lost their brakes. I, hell, I, I remember my well, station different. wagon when I was a young guy lost brakes on a re- real crazy mountain. Yeah, but you could just jump out of the car. I mean, with a big rig, you don't want to jump out. I mean, out. look, it happens. I mean, every now and then you see it. I so, mean, there so was what does the ax- trucker do? What does uh, he do? Huh. It's the first thing you do when you start losing your brake, you lose your brakes. What do you do? Well, I mean, first off, you should always make sure that you have the right air pressure before you pull out. Okay. Uh, you already screwed it up. Okay. You so you're saying runaway truck. What do you do? Runaway, first thing you do. Wow. Honestly, a runaway truck. I, can I can I be honest about this? Go ahead. That I I wouldn't know unless I was in the situation. I mean, I mean once you downshift it, or something, it really would depend. Well, it depends. Are you how fast are you going? And you say runaway truck. That sucker's going downhill fast. You probably aren't going to be able to get enough RPM up to get it into a lower gear. Not that it. And you better hope you have a Jake brake. You know, honestly, I, drop, <laughs> runaway truck. Drop man, the trailer first, right? Well, how, how do you drop the trailer from inside the the cab? You Isn't there like a button you push? No, no, no. You have to get out and pull the pin. Acid. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. But no, honestly, runaway truck, mm, that's a scary thought. I've seen some videos where guys are crashing through cars going down a hill, literally. Um, I'd say, hang on, baby. You know, the worst thing, I knew a guy once, uh, back speaking of coal buckets, um, I knew a guy uh, that they actually, he owns a company, a coal company, and one of his workers was, I think he was, I don't know if he was in a uke. A Okay, or he was in a, a a backhoe, or he was in a triaxle dump. I can't remember what it was, but he was on the coal. He was a, a, on one of the what they call the breakers, and he was right. up there. And somehow he started rolling. Okay, and he panicked, and as he panicked, he went to get out, <laughs> and somehow he was uh, on a uneven area. And as he was, the truck was actually going to start rolling over. Uh-huh. And it, it's a difficult uh, memory of the exact events. But as it goes, he tried to dive out as the, the vehicle was rolling and it crushed him and killed him. So stay in the truck. Well, and that's what the owner and I were talking. His name was Quinny. And... uh he was saying to me, he said, listen, man, never, ever, ever jump out, ever, never <laughs> abandon that vehicle. I know that you're thinking acid. I would have dove the hell out. Man, let it. You don't know me. I'll tell you right now, people, there's a, there was a, a guy and a gal got into a fight in a, in a tractor trailer here in Florida. I, I think it was only like maybe two years ago over on the other side of Orlando. You could probably look it up. And she got pissed off at him. Mm-hmm. And jumped out. <laughs> well, she got sucked under the tires and got killed. Yeah, guess, exactly. And then it was like... I guess he won that argument. Well, and you see, to this day, I don't know if they ever tried to get him saying, well, did it, she really jump out? I mean, be honest with you, it would be difficult as you're going down the road to 
push somebody out of passenger. You get sucked in. What is there, a vortex or something? Come on. Well, you go to jump out, and, you know, first off, you have, even if you're doing 30 mile an hour, you have 30 mile an hour wind up against that door. So you're not even able to open the door usually all the way. The faster you're going, the harder it is. You think about this, I can acid. do it. I can do it. Look at these arms. I, acid. My gosh. I, I, I don't think that you could honestly work a Barbie car. But, <laughs> but, but think about it. You, you've got, you've got a, a, uh, uh, a somebody trying to jump out a moving vehicle. You've got the wind trying to hold the door back. And so you go to jump outward. The wind's sucking you back in. You go down. You've got about... Eight wheels, you know, that you've got to bypass. Uh, it's pretty easy to get run over by I the brake. I don't buy it. I, I think you should try it. Uh, let's, let's, let's have a test run of that. No. Do you have any trucker buddies that you could jump out of their truck? No. Actually, I have no friends that would let me even <laughs> in their truck, you. Acid, That's let true. alone let you in their truck. But, but no, I'm just saying, the, the, as far as a runaway truck goes, Acid, I don't. Tell, I, tell me about those runaway truck sand piles. I see them, uh, you know. Well, you're talking about the the uh, the uh, runaway ramps. Yeah. Okay. They're see, like made that's out of a, sand or that's something. a different that's a different scenario. You know, usually your hills that actually have markings with different high you know grades, meaning it's a steep truck or a steep hill rather. You're about to go down. They want you to go down in the lower gear. They want you to check your brakes at the top. So you are supposed to actually make sure. That you know your vehicle's in good shape before you even go down those hills. So, with that being said, there's videos now of a couple drivers that lost brakes, lost control, probably even maybe lost their damn nerve and got nervous. Because I will tell you, when you start going down a steep mountain with a lot of weight on it, you can feel the you can feel the uh, RPMs going up. You can feel the force wanting to go. And you may have had a few guys panic over the years, and they they take what's called the off ramp. And it's usually filled with really loose gravel, maybe some sand mounds that start going up a hill that's designed to stop you. And it's deep, and you ain't getting out of there once you get in without being pulled out. So, man, that's one decision. If you make to go in there, you better 100% be able to back up that you lost brakes. (laughs) Because if you went in there under a panic attack, you are probably not going to get a job anywhere else because... Man, that's a, a costly little, little bill once they start bringing emergency vehicles on the scene. You're pretty screwed if you panic. So I would tell you, be very certain ever before you take one of those ramps. What's your next question, Acid? Oh, well, um, okay, so you're uh, going across railroad tracks and your truck dies on the tracks. What do you do? <laughs> oh, what do you do? Acid, I'm going to tell you. We, we, what would you do? Talk I know what deal. I would do. Talk CDL has put together many videos of, of drivers getting creamed on railroad tracks. And, you know, we've never really talked about railroad tracks on this show that I can remember. But I will tell you guys, that is one, I'm telling you, it, what, remember that old saying, he's got to wear the dunce cap? Remember right. that? Yeah, yeah. That, that, which means, hey. Uh, we're, back when I was in school, he actually wore one. Right. Where yeah. Exactly. You probably have pictures, right? Acid, little acid with his dunce cap on. But and I'm the herpes just saying, on his lip, too. And today, though. Right. Today, we would, we would, uh, I would love to uh, find the driver that is ignorant enough when he, you know, I'll tell you where, what amazed me the most acid about those railroad track incidents. What's that? You know, these drivers, when the the rail is going down, and they figure, oh, I can drive around and still beat the train. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, man, there's a couple incidents. I, 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 I've seen it, and uh, it's, it's almost like you need a permanent dunce camp on your head when you do something like that. Rig versus four-wheeler, rig wins. Rig versus train? Train never loses. Train <laughs> never loses. I'm, I'm not saying it can't be derailed and hurt also, but when the train hits your tractor trailer, it's it's goodbye tractor trailer. And I'm just saying, and almost every single time a train hits somebody, it's 99.9% the vehicle's fault. Now, there's been one or two incidents where there was no warning and no gate coming down. That, you know, obviously is not going to be a driver's fault. But just beyond, if I'm being honest with you, when you're going across railroad tracks, whether you see a gate up and down or not, do you not look? I would. I freaking, well, you, you couldn't hear the, the air horn from like five miles away. Yeah, I would. Right. I would just leave it at that. If you get hit by a train, you're probably stupid. Yeah, there's a good answer. What else? What else? I said, you got another question? You had questions. Yeah, I have another one. Yeah. Do you, are you still going to ask? Are you ever going to ask me what a Peterbilt 379 W900 is? I know exactly what it is. <laughs> I, got, I got a picture one. I'll put it online. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's like a jack of rabbit. Good. What, what's uh? Okay. Uh, Jackknifing. Like you're you're going down the road. There's ice. There's snow on the road. And you're... Oh, it's not really a jack. Well, the, the, the trailer starts swinging around. Say to the left. What do you do? Uh, well, technically, you're supposed to gun it and steer into that into that or you can take the pressure off the fit that happened to me already i i literally was on black ice and it, you know there's a couple of ways but you've got to get the pressure off that fifth wheel really what that what's happening is um well i i can tell you right now it, the best thing to do is stay off your damn brakes and you won't have to worry about that okay stay off you know your your jake brake and your brakes you know the last thing you want to do is go slower than your trailer Basically, because that means your trailer's trying to pass you. That's what a jackknife really is. People, so you're saying if, if the if the trailer passes you, it's probably not going to be. You're pretty screwed if that trailer even gets. Hey, I'll tell you right now. I was on black ice on 81 in Pennsylvania, and I literally all all I did was touched the brake a tiny bit. I didn't even know it was black ice, it, but there was roadway and yellow there were there was a bunch of doubles that were upside down that day this was years ago well i literally barely touched my brake and next thing you know i can see my trailer and but what it was was my entire cab went sideways my trailer was stayed straight and was pushing me down 81 i was literally sideways for a few seconds the only thing i could do at that point was i'm not kidding you i i popped it into neutral and touched nothing and just steered and the, and the truck came right back around. It happened to me twice in in about three miles. Did you have to change your underwear? No, I didn't have to change my underwear, but I did scream. I'm going to tell you, it, it's it's a, a really crazy feeling when you look and you can see your trailer beside you, and you look and you can see the northbound. I'm looking at the northbound 81 out my windshield. It's in front of me. And I'm going side. The tractor's going. That was a little kind of crazy. I was a young driver, and I remembered what some old driver told me. He said, "Get get your pre- get the pressure off that fifth wheel," and I did. And it came around and worked out for me just fine. But I will tell you, there's many people that will argue what you should do in a situation like that. But I'm going to tell you what you got to know is each situation is going to be different, and you better know how to play with that tractor. Because if you don't, 
you shouldn't be driving in snow. And if you're a professional truck driver, just being honest, you really need to know this. That's why I asked one of the, some of these companies out there that are training drivers, their policies are to put you with a trainer and get you in all kind of weather, mountain driving, icy snow driving, big city driving, all that stuff that you hear drivers whining about on the CB. They don't do this. They don't do that. Blah, 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 blah. But there's a lot of companies out there trying to do good. And they're trying to get these guys to where once you, I'm going to tell you, honestly, my, I'm not going to lie to you. My very first trip ever in a tractor trailer by myself without my grandfather mm-hmm. was me working for a company in Reading. And guess where they sent me in the winter in a snowstorm New York. To, to New York city. I'm in a cab over 53 mile an hour cab over. And guess where I'm going? I'm going to New York city and it's snowing. And I'm coming down that freaking hill in New Jersey. I'm actually on my way back, okay, from New York. And I'm coming down that steep grade, okay, before you get to Phillipsburg. Everybody knows where that's at. And that road is nothing but a blanket of snow. It turned out that it wasn't that slick, but I was zipping down that hill. I stayed off the brakes. I didn't fly down it. I came down it nice. But I will tell you, I was scared. It was my first time. But the, the bottom line with it is, is the more you do it, the more you work in these conditions, the more you get opportunity to be trained by somebody that knows what they're doing, drivers out there that can give advice, especially you guys in the beginning of your career. My advice to you would be listen to these experienced drivers. Go as much as you can with the experienced driver and get their knowledge, pick their knowledge and, and try to really understand this industry because avoiding it there's some companies out there that won't do it they'll just give these guys what they want and then guess what happens i'm being trained in the south I'm, i've never driven in the north when i had opportunity i didn't go blah 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 and guess what here i am a year later I'm a, I'm a driver and i get a load where colorado or the northwest or i get a load up into pennsylvania and there's a snowstorm coming and guess what now i'm shitting my pants and that's exactly what's going to freaking happen. All I'm saying, guys, you guys all can do this that are getting a CDL. Every single one of you guys can build your confidence through your trainer, through your training program, through studying this knowledge versus coming into it and saying, screw that, I don't do this and I don't do that. Well, because what that, I don't do this and I don't do that attitude is going to get you into a real crappy situation someday. Trust me. Acid, what else? You got another question? Okay, so you blow a steer tire. What do you do? Um, pray. <laughs> Hold on, man. Steer into it. I'm not kidding you, man. You, you. I'm telling you that, that ever thing, happened to you. I've never blew a steer tire. And I hope I. That's one thing I never wanted to do. Honestly, on, you know the worst thing you can do is just jam your brakes because <laughs> it'll it'll really? take you for a ride. Yeah. You, See, that's what I would do. I'd panic and I'd hit the brake. No, nah, man. What happens if you do that? Uh, you're, it's gonna it's gonna turn and it's gonna go the way it wants to go. You got to be really careful. You blow. Should I'm you gonna tell you up? something. You blow a steer tire. Uh huh. There's a good chance that there was never. And my advice would be first off, never drive a rig with bad steer tires ever. I, let alone bad trailer tires. I I'm telling you. The last thing you need is bad, unsafe equipment. So make sure your steer tires is in good condition, first off. Second off, okay, something happens. I'm telling you, I don't even really have great advice on that. I know, hold on to that wheel, and I think you're, I think you're supposed to gun it into it, you know what I mean, or try to control it, you know, ease off the fuel, slow down in that manner. 
but I think braking is a bad, a bad, bad piece of advice when it comes to a steer tire being blown. What else you got, acid? What's a super single? Oh, you talking uh, about people the, complain about them all the time. What is it? It's, it's you know how your tractors have dual tires. You know you'll have your you'll have two tires in the front. They're called your steers, and then you have two, four, six, eight tires on the tractor in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a super single is instead of having eight tires, you have four, and they're just big fat tires. And the reason that people are complaining, I I'm, I'm I agree with the drivers. The reason they complain about it is because of a lot of times you get a flat. There's no changing that flat on the side of the road. You can't just keep going a lot of times because it's a it's, it, you don't have another tire beside it to rely on. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but anyways, hey, acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? We are literally up there on time, man. Do you have anything else? Mm. I can't think of anything. I thought maybe you could come up with... Cause I, I, I just I, don't know enough about trucks, man. I know, because a Peterbilt 379 W900, you know, acid is, you know... <laughs> I, I'm not even going to say it. I'm just going to let your, does your it have fans... Super, does it have super singles? This, I, I would think a 379 Peterbilt W900 would have super singles. I would think they would, yes. All right. <laughs> right on, dude. All right, let's wrap this up. You got uh, advice. Yeah. You got advice for anybody with a porta potty, anything. What do you got? Yeah. Um, if you're nervous going down the hill, you know what I mean? If anything happens, if it's even if it's minor, better safe than sorry, take the runaway ramp. That's what I would do. Okay. That's my advice. That's good advice, Acid. All right. My advice, guys, you know what? I was going to give you advice about getting a porta potty and all other crap, but, pardon the pun, I'm going to say this. I want to reiterate. You guys that are coming into the industry that are being trained, listen to your trainer. Pick your and and you know what? Here's what I would I'll leave you with this. Some drivers come in and they're just so worried about the trainer that he might smoke or he might have loud music or or he might be cocky and rude or whatever. Screw that. Buckle up, Buttercup. Isn't man that, up, is, man up, man. A snowflake driver, dude, man. Take your snowflake ass and and toughen your ass up and and worry more about the knowledge that trainer is going to give you than if you're comfortable at night and you like his attitude or you don't like this or you don't like that. Screw that. Go in there with a little bit of gratitude. If you're a student coming into the industry, have a little gratitude and and don't worry about what that trucker. And, what that trainer's like and his manners. Worry more, worry more about the information you're going to get out of him or her. He's right. And you know what? If you're brand new, don't think you're going to be home all the time. If you're worried about being home with the baby, I'll be there to take care of it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all right. Th- that's what I'm here for. We're out of here. Out. We're out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord. All right. Praise the Lord.